Boom. Ow. Shit. We're back. Uh-oh. Rec Podcast Uh-oh. back again. Back at Sarah's house. <laughs> the house that Sarah built. 707 Productions. Welcome to Say you. it backwards productions. To the Presents Rekt. another episode of the Wrecked Podcast. The Wrecked Podcast, where our motto is fuck Steel Panther. They're a fuck bunch of pussies. Fuck Steel Panther, dude. <laughs> they fucking biting our shit, dude. We'll post the TikTok. They're we, got, we got our first internet beef. We're start we're starting our first <laughs> internet beef. That's sick. We've come a long way in the podcast game only, where we, we, we strike up problems. And I only pick fights with people I know I can kick their ass. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'll be there to record it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there doing commentary. I bring a couple of ice packs, a couple of brews after we you all You gotta understand that like that that's an older demographic. Yeah. They they might have like World War experience. They might have old man strength. Dude, those draft dodgers don't have shit. <laughs> those draft dodgers. What the fuck are you talking those unpatriotic about? fucks. So like dude, let's learn let's learn the fucking guitar so we don't have to go fucking to Nom. For real. Either either learn how to eat pussy or learn how to play guitar. Get, get, I'm gonna learn how to play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, bro. I was gonna say, you ever seen uh, how the white people fight in those videos? Where like they're like, "What the fuck, buddy?" When they start like you know wrestling and punching each other, mm-hmm. and then it usually ends in, "You done? You done?" Yeah, it, it gets real tense and real still. <laughs> you done? He goes, "I'm done. I'm done, bro. I'm done." And they get up and they're like, "Yes, we'll talk." <laughs> I w- that's how fights are supposed to be. I know, just dude. enough to know who has the upper hand, not not stomp a dude's uh, skull into the into the concrete. I know, bro. Like fucking. Unless you're still Panther. Fuck Steel Panther. <laughs> I didn't even still... watch that fucking movie. Oh, that's a different Panther. That's Black Panther. I didn't watch that one either. That's African American Panther. <laughs> oh, fuck, bro. What's your favorite? Um... Push 20. Oh, my God. Uh... I have shit to talk, but I won't do it on camera. Or oh, on... shit. Oh, shit. Anyway. Fucking big nuts in my ass every day. What's your favorite cartoon, dude? Favorite cartoon. Uh, we got to break this into categories because there's <laughs> there's Nickelodeon. There's hentai. There's <laughs> is that hentai? Is, is hentai the porn yeah. or the cartoon? <laughs> okay, because there's I was like there's two words. I was like one of them's naughty. It's anime. Uh, <laughs> it's hentai. Hentai and, and anime. it's art. It is art. And then uh, there's like Cartoon Network and Disney Channel. Okay. So let's, do you want to do you want to start with the with the Nickelodeon? Yeah, my in my opinion, I would be, I'm a Cartoon Network guy. Nickelodeon, mm. if they were playing some gay ass bullshit, and Disney Channel, if I was like trying to like see if I was gay or not. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, as far as Nickelodeon goes, like I think we all grew up in like the Fairly Odd Parents SpongeBob era. But one thing that I still like think about sometimes is fucking Rocket Power. Rocket Power was a good one. Rocket Some Power. little Hawaiian kids of skateboard. Some little Samoan kids. What? Of, Let me Google a picture. You of don't this. remember Rocket Power? Oh, I forgot. You're not a '90s kid. Dude. Oh, you had to be you're, there. You're like, you were born. On like yeah, dude. The last you, dude. 90 days were crazy. <laughs> you had to be there. Rocket Boys. Rocket was... Power. Rocket Power. <laughs> this is where you find out I type so <laughs> super fucking. You just chicken peck. Dick. I should put the keyboard ABC order. <laughs> 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 oh, I know these guys. They yeah, definitely were nineties. That's like the Ray Shremmerd cartoon. You remember the that? Ray Shremmerd cartoon? How come all these white kids have dreads? This is ridiculous. Because they're Hawaiian. They're uh, technically. They're technically. They're Howleys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I remember seeing these guys on like fucking 
applesauce in the store. <laughs> Radical snacks. <laughs> they had their own gogurt at one point. <laughs> exactly. I never. Oh, or the McDonald's toy. Dude, check out that McDonald's toy. Oh, for real. I'd, I'll be honest. I don't remember any of their fucking names. I just liked that they were skateboarders. <laughs> this they guy has a food. farmer's dam. What the fuck? Yeah, he's white. <laughs> he's hate, the one white one. That's the best part. You can tell this has like a like a um, very diverse staff because they always make fun of the white kid just in the most subtle way. Yeah, ways. and he's the fat one. Yeah, he's the fat <laughs> white kid. He's cool enough to hang. He's but... the Carl Weezer of this group. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Carl Weezer. Shout uh, that, out Jimmy Neutron. That was Nick, too. That was Nickelodeon. What a 3D That's crazy, man. 3D animation was crazy. Do you remember the <laughs> the Fairly Odd Parents Jimmy Neutron crossover episodes? I think. The Power Hour episodes? That's where the uh, our generation's love of crossovers came to be. Totally. But, you know what I mean? It started with Jimmy Neutron and Timmy Turner. Yeah. And then it ended up being like Vans and fucking Supreme. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh. mm-hmm. they, lo- they love a good collab. They love seeing a community come together. <laughs> what uh, what cartoons did you like growing up? Um, I mean, oh, dude, do you remember Ed, Ed, and Eddie? Dude, that was my shit. That was a good fucking show. You know it was a good show when, when your grandma was like, you can't watch. I hate this, this shit. <laughs> You're watching these dumb fucking idiots, yep. and I'm like, uh, yep. like butter toast. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was a rub a dub dub. Fucking double D. Double. I never got the joke there. He's just named think... after some some fucking big big heavy hanger. Ah, <laughs> uh, I think they're the. They, well, know. he's would... his he, his. They were all named Ed. He was Ed with two D's, so that's yeah, why they so called him Double D. D. But remember, they had like the the um, the freaky ass redneck chicks that were always trying to like suck, like yeah, I was like gonna sexually say sexually assault. It was them. like the fucking uh, uh, the canker sisters. It was the fucking herpy gang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fucking if that was an adult swim, they'd be like the fucking HIV posse or whatever. Seriously, the, the poison pussy dolls. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> poison good pussy. One. Get a couple F- snake bites. Fuck it. <laughs> Those girls definitely all grew up to work at the Hot Topic. Dude, I know. They, that you know show did always have kind of like creepy elements to it sometimes, though. I think there was like a, a C, an episode where like uh, Ed like swallows a camera and then Double D has to stick his hand down his throat. And, like, <laughs> yeah. You see the recording of the camera coming out and there's like a tire in his stomach. <laughs> and like... <laughs> Stupid shit. Uh, I love how stupid they're very inclusive, though. They had a black character. <laughs> was it the bald guy? Yeah. <laughs> Johnny. The, the, the fucking big he, he was auti- bald yeah, guy. The, 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 he bald, was not- the bald autistic guy with a pet piece of wood. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was Johnny. Yeah, his like one eye was bigger <laughs> than the other. <laughs> Dude, they would beat the shit out of Johnny, bro. Yeah, or that I think that was Jimmy. That was like no, Jimmy the, had the fucking Jimmy had the braces. He was a little twink on the show. <laughs> he was that <laughs> one kid you knew was gay from a young age. <laughs> uh, you hung out with Sarah. Like, Sarah. Sarah. Oh god. Yeah, don't, Sarah, say that, don't say that too. Sarahs long. are known to drop elbows from time to time, and <laughs> I think that applies to uh the one in the cartoon also. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, did you did you, oh dude, do you remember Courage the Cowardly Dog? Oh, that was my that shit. That show was fucking terrifying. That was my shit. I, I really that thought... That was so like, funny, though, too, at the same time. <laughs> That's so stupid. But I then it's kind of like... Oh, admit the, I, that show made me kind of ageist. Made you hated Hustis? Yeah. Yeah. I was Hustis like, dude, I'll, was a, I'll fucking poison that motherfucker. Mayor Muriel. He was... 
Dude, Mario. so understand, it was just the dog who can't talk to the, to humans. Two old people, no neighbors, middle of nowhere. You know for a in fact, the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Eustace was beating the shit out of Muriel from time to time. Back in the day, but he could, after he's he too lost, old now. That's he why he just strength. beats the dog. Mm, yeah, I think that's why he just kicks the shit out of the dog. The <laughs> yeah. fucking. Oh, dude, what about Courage's catchphrase? The things I do for love. Oh, God. He was a. He's getting cucked by his owners. <laughs> I need to, you know, I need to go back and watch some of the classics. Tom and Jerry still holds up. Tom and Jerry had a lot, had a. Dealt with some very relevant topics love and hate, life and death, rich and poor. They're because always trying to kill each other, but then yeah. at the end of the episode, they're kind of friends and sympathetic. Yeah, and there's the like in the beginning, they would have had more of the racist, and then it kind of got filtered mm-hmm. out the racist stuff. Mm-hmm. But towards the end, they kind of let some things slide. Like don't they leave. made the the uh, Tom's owner like the the lady they gave her black legs. Yeah, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and but they're real inclusive. Back in the day, it was the only black character was just like the help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, she was the help. <laughs> yeah, I get it. And, I get and it. And then Tom's owner was just like a dad who smoked a pipe indoors. Mm. His hands, his knuckles were always red. True. Fuck, bro. But you know what? You know when you're watching cartoons and a sad moment, you know the night was coming to an end. Oh, last fuck. When that last uh, episode of whatever the fuck you maybe eventually whatever time. show you wanted to watch was yeah. over. The good shit was at the end of the night. Yeah, and then it goes, "Thank you for watching Cartoon Network," and all the characters start going to mm-hmm. sleep, mm-hmm. and then fucking Toonami comes on. Oh, I, I hate that. shit. That shit was so. It, was he like a robot or like an He's alien? A, <laughs> he was in like a spaceship or some shit. He was like Master Queef or whatever something like that. Yeah. Um, that yeah. Then all so the the, the anime came on, dude. That's like, how you know. And you know what? Real Virgin Hours. One time, one of my virgin dad's hours. One time, one of my dad's friends was like, bro, they got some good ass anime uncensored on Cartoon Network, and I'm like, this guy's a fucking loser. Oh, dude. Dad, you hang out with this guy? <laughs> yeah, definitely. My dad's samurai sword have an ass friend. Oh yeah, if you if you watch Toonami, you definitely had some nunchucks. When Blade came out. Just black people bought tons of swords. Dude, yeah, they all got like leather trench coats and swords. But it looked cool on them, dude. Black people want to be vamp. Yeah, it always does. Yeah, <laughs> black people go through vampire resurgences from now every now and again. At first, there was Blade, and then the Hex now, Girls came out. Yeah, and there's like Playboy Cardi. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi is the Wesley Snipes of our generation. <laughs> Can't wait till he gets booked for fucking racketeering. Racketeering, dude. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah, but fucking Adult Swim would come on, and it would be good for the first hour because you know you're not sleepy yet. Yeah, well, Adult Swim was cool because you, in the back of your mind, you're like, I'm not supposed to be watching this. Yeah. And then Family Guy comes on, and then there's like sexual themes. Like, dude, I might see like a some cartoon yiddies. (laughs) Are they brown or are they pink, dude? I don't know. And that's how it, find out. That's how it leaked on the fucking Pornhub when you go on the sidebar and Lewis Lewis is fucking Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird it's a weird door to open when <sighs> when you find porn at a young age and you see all your favorite cartoon characters fucking. Oh man, dude, some of the Adult Swim shows just didn't make any sense. Yeah, there. I I always had a really weird relationship with Adult Swim because I remember one time when I was like probably like six, five or six. Uh, me and my family went to like Reno and uh, we, we got a hotel and like my parents were driving all day. So by the end of the night, they just crashed out and I was in the living room by myself and they're like, yeah, you watch TV. I'll fall asleep on my own whenever. 
And then uh, I was watching fucking Cartoon Network, and then it switched from Cartoon Network to Adult Swim. And I was forced to sit there and watch fucking Aqua Teen Hunger Force, like yeah. five years old. And that then show I was like, fuck, dude. at first it was kind of palatable. I was like, it's just food. I'm a fat kid. I get it. I'm into this. And then that old fucking Italian guy in the sweatpants and the hey, gold Carl. Is that his name? Carl, yeah. yeah. He's, the, he's funny as fuck. And then, yeah, that show just kind of like gave me. There's, as a kid, there's a Los lot. Los GBs. <laughs> there's a lot of fucking shows that will rub you the wrong way on Adult Swim. Like Robot Chicken. Like I was. Oh, that was pretty terrifying. When I was like. Young, too young to watch that shit. Totally. Like, I was like, oh yeah, I'm watching Adult Swim. I'm, this is fucking crazy. Like my dick sucks. Holy <laughs> <laughs> shit! Well, look at me. Who am oh, I? Oh my god. Where my where my smokes at? And fucking, there was a uh, whatever. I guess a skit on the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A, a sketch. A, a sketch. Yeah. yeah. Where um they these kids carved pumpkins on Halloween, and then one kid just fucked it up hella bad. So the, all the other pumpkins are like, oh, man, it's Halloween. Yeah, we're here. We're alive. And the other one that's all carved up is like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> and, then, um, and then some bad kids came around at the age where bad kids are the scariest thing to you mm-hmm. as, a little, as a little boy. And then they go, oh, let's fucking break these pumpkins. And then they stomp on one. And he goes like, oh, my God. They start screaming. Uh-huh. Like, it's imagine it's like the closest thing I ever saw to someone's head getting stomped. Right, in. right. And then they fucking sh- know what got me the worst. Mm. They stomp one, they kick one, and they shit in the one of them. And he's like, oh, my God. And he's like tortured. And they're like, oh, someone already fucked this one up. <laughs> <laughs> they just leave it? Yeah. And he goes, oh, big. I want the candy. <laughs> And I literally, I remember <laughs> I watched that on Saturday and Sunday morning. I was crying in church. <laughs> God, that'll do it to you, dude. It's, it's one of those things where like it exposes you to so much at a young age Definitely, where like yeah. you don't know how to receive all of it. Yeah. And especially with like robot chicken too, because they would use like familiar themes, like other cartoons that you would like and like fuck with them and make them dark and like yeah. scary. That's why uh, to this day, to this day, I don't like Seth Green. Yeah, we gotta. I can't watch Austin Powers because that fucking he's guy. A, yeah, you know, he's, and he's, I'm sure he's cool, but he fucking sucks. We should get him on the show, Seth Green. Seth if you're Green, watching, if you're watching, reach out. We gotta ask Sarah. I don't know if she's a fan of you. You might not be able to come, but we'll do a Zoom episode. It's fine. <laughs> my mom would do. Seth Green walked through the door. My mom would be like, "Who the fuck is this bitch?" She's like, There's "Fucking gingers in here." <laughs> she would just rearrange those letters and turn it into ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what, what the hell is a ninja? <laughs> uh, but weren't you in Saving Private Ryan? I kind of, as, as far as Adult Swim goes, I kind of had the same feeling about um, Nick at Night. Like, you're, would you just be like watching that SpongeBob was, that, and then fucking Full House comes yeah, on and you're like, Bob Saget? Nick at Night is like pussy Adult Swim. It totally is. Yeah, it's well, Nick at Night is for like the the fifty year olds that are like watching their grandkids. Yeah, and, yeah, like. like Got to be that entertained shit, eventually. Too. That shit came on way too early. Back I think it was day. just. I think that was a a tool from big entertainment <laughs> to like be like, all right, y'all, it's time for the kids to go to bed. So that way, the parents had a tool to be like, oh, like the world's telling you it's time. It's time to call it a day, dude. Throw in the towel. Back in the day when nighttime was nighttime and daytime was daytime, bro. Back when shit made sense, back dude. When, back when shit stink less, less like shit. True. Yeah. Now it kind of just smells like cigarettes and like. Blood. <laughs> I think that's just me. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I've always wanted to smoke a big fat cig while I take a dump, like a good dump. You can't never predict a dump. You just 
like it if is you're a, like it me, is a roll of the dice. If you're like me, you're like this. I have to say it could be the worst experience of my life or orgasmic or somewhere in the in between. Totally. You can never, you just never know. I always want to have a perfect dump. We all know we've all had a nice perfect. You dump. mean like just a, a clean break log? Boom. Just like just like a nice torpedo. Boom. Mm. And just imagine just ripping a. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> come on. I, I mean, I, I definitely have different shit scenarios. I mean, for me, I'm not like a big like fartsy guy. So whenever I feel like <laughs> you're an artsy fartsy, yeah. Um, whenever I feel like commotion in my stomach, most people are like, "Oh, I probably just got to rip ass." And for me, I'm like, I'm gonna be selfish and just take the time to go sit in the bathroom, and maybe I have to shit, maybe I don't. Yeah, those sometimes are, you don't. Sometimes you do, and you like you thank yourself, like, dude, like I dodged a bullet. I'm wearing white pants today. <laughs> I'm gonna buy some white pants. We should do. We gotta do that. We so- gotta go on stage in white pants. Oh my god! And you get that- like white pants. I'll get like a white trench coat or something. <laughs> white gloves. Yeah, white I'll leather do gloves? white fingerless glove. White oh white white god. wheelchair gloves. You ever go on a? Like, oh, I could take a dump right now, and then you just fart hella on the toilet. Yeah, and then it's That's into the a porcelain bowl, which is <laughs> basically an amplifier, basically a <laughs> megaphone. It's like uh, you're making fucking a fart tornado. <laughs> <laughs> That's the peak of this podcast, Fart Tornado. That's the name of the episode. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, and on top of that, like, so like I said, like I take the time to constantly, like I go to the bathroom multiple times a day, you know, so like... I have good ones and I have bad ones. Good ones are when I'm not at home because I don't have my bidet. Uh, Shitting without a bidet when you're used to it's it is like one. it's like you just don't feel like you're done. It's a bad one. It's not a. You, I just don't feel like I get. It's not. It takes the experience out of it. Yeah. It's just a chore now. I don't learn anything about myself without it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You have the luxury of having a bidet. When I went to your. Went to your house and used it for the first time. I just sorry about all the cum all over the walls. Yeah, it's so I cool. No, it's it's. That thing, you know what I like? Is like it's like there's a little fucking setting from like soft mm-hmm. to hard. I like how soft is just mm-hmm. nine out of ten and hard is mm-hmm. a ten out of ten. Totally. <laughs> so you want me to take it easy? <laughs> it's like uh oh god. There's like just cleaning the outside is like uh level one through five, and then like get in there is like <laughs> five through ten. It's like uh, like Mortal Kombat Scorpion. Get in there. I just thought of a horrible. The thing that's funny about it too is like I don't have like the crazy fancy one. I don't have the one with like different temperature settings, or like an adjustable directional nozzle or anything. So mine is only just like (laughs) tap warm, tap cold. However, it's winter, so it's fucking cold these days. Uh, However, the tap is. But there's times in the winter when like uh, we won't be home all day, so the the water will just sit in the pipes all day, and it's like 100 degrees outside. (laughs) And then you go to the bathroom, use the bidet, and it's like. It's like it's not hot, but it's it's definitely above room temperature. And straight up, for whatever reason, it just like clears you the fuck out. Use it before. I've used it in the summer, yeah, like when it's uh, hot or like when it's hot out and the water's warm. But like it just makes you like a little slut. Like it just like <laughs> it cleans you out to the point where you're like you start like, gripping like, a towel. It's like, yeah, it's like you start how, biting a towel. It's like what I would. Have. <laughs> I gotta have someone choke me. Calming down. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine it's how it feels when like a girl squirts and it like keeps going, but like she like can't keep up with it. Uh, it's, 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 uh, it's an experience. I just imagine I was like, what if someone just want to take it? Like they found out this was their thing. They're like, just next thing you know, they have like a fire hose in their ass. <laughs> go, go. God, you just you see someone bent over in front of a fire hydrant. 
<laughs> or <laughs> they just stuff their ass with kindling, <laughs> and oh, then light it God. on fire, and be like, "Oh, fireman, get me! Come on!" <laughs> their kink is being fucking <laughs> lighting their asshole on fire. <laughs> Something, somebody has to put this out. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. Gotta love it. Anyway, any gays? We had a lot. I went up five times this week. Stand up wise, yeah, we had a we had a full week. You went it was local six times, right? Yes, Tuesday we went on Tuesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, three times Thursday, once on Friday. <sighs> Isn't it crazy how just a week goes by in a blur? You're like, you go out, you come home, you're like, eh, whatever. Exactly. And then there's times where it's it's just such a like a roller coaster of a night to where you're like, you might have one really good set, and then the ones after oh are all just downhill. God, and should I brought my gun tonight and like just I haven't had one of those maybe this isn't for you sets in a in a while since I but goddamn if I didn't have that on Thursday bro it was one of those ones where I was like up all night writing mm-hmm. cuz I need to outlet this I can't just sit with this cuz I'll fucking start swinging at my closet <laughs> who's in there <laughs> drinking i don't think there was at first there's there's a slight adjustment because when i'm a little buzz i'm like i don't give a fuck there's yeah there's a looseness to but it but then all those nerves are full in your ass when uh you're just totally sober when sitting there when you're fucking nothing i'm sober as a fucking i'm drinking diet coke and fucking have a thumb in my ass i'm good yeah uh so I was, I guess, slightly more nervous in the beginning with the timing. My, I can feel my heart, you know, shit like that. And then just on Thursday, I was tired because we've been up all mm. since 6 o'clock, and it's like 10.30 now. Just hanging out at bars when you're not drinking, I feel your pain. Yeah, it, it gets to be a rough hang after a while. You're like, dude, what am I doing here? The motherfuckers who usually like, yeah, we're all fucking getting loose, are getting loose around you, and you're still kind of, yeah, you're still tight, you yeah. know? And then they're like, ah, grabbing your tit and picking your nose. And you're like, get really? the fuck off me. Like, what? So you don't like me well, you're anymore? Not gay when you don't drink anymore? Yeah, I know. Oh, oh my God. Like, this... No, I'm still gay. You're just making me uncomfortable. There's just one fucking. I wanted to go up on stage last night and say, that's the thing about comedy, folks. No one's not allowed to do it. That's true. It's Yeah, dude. We've, we've said this before. Because this was supposed to be a shit. This was supposed to be a soft open, but this is an, a horrible open mic. It turned into an open mic. People, people, comics who just wanted to come hang out, who would kind of have a foot in, mm-hmm. in, their, in their mouth and a foot in, out the door, were like, I'm not going to go up. But then they went up because... They got asked. They got asked. That being said, dude, fucking... There's this one comic that just... Just... The one that beat me in the competition. Mm-hmm. And we'll just leave it at that. Of course, I'm a little... Anyway, they, that person just fucking always was like, oh, you don't like me. You don't like me. I'm like, dude. <laughs> I've never really talked to you. Yeah, I've never talked to you. And every time at the fucking uh, the possum, mm-hmm. I uh, I fucking get get this, dude. I fucking, um, me and Dylan are chopping up. Uh, I was writing. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then Chuck comes over and goes, what's this? And pulls my fucking junk book. I was like, Chuck, you trying to steal my fucking material, Chuck? And then I caused a little laugh in front of Dylan and you know all of us, and I'm like, ha ha ha. And I look back at the stage and that comic's going. She goes, "Don't 
give me a dirty look while I'm on stage, Ruben. And everyone just looks at me. I'm like, I wasn't. There seems to be a lot of sexual tension between you guys. I'll let you sort that out. <sighs> Dude. <laughs> that sucks that you just said that. Uh-uh. But yeah, anyway, it's just crazy how many people... It. You want to divulge? That's the wrong word, but you want to talk about how... Um, people don't take it seriously, but just because you get attention, you get a lot of attention every yeah. week going on stage and having a microphone and trying to do comedy. Yeah. A lot of people aren't addicted to the comedy; they're addicted to the attention. Everyone listening to them yeah. for once. No, yeah, that that's definitely. I, I mean, that's the thing about comedy is it's we're all running our own races, we're all in our own lanes, trying to do our own things. Uh, some of us take it more seriously than others, and it's like it it sucks because for people that really have their foot on the gas people really trying to build network get a name for themselves do a podcast every fucking week yeah you know people really putting time effort and taking away from other parts of their life to you know um (laughs) dedicate themselves to this it's like there's a certain level of seriousness and then there's people that are not as focused as you and it it does kind of just feel like they're in the way it's like we're all on we're all playing the sport and some of us are taking the time to go practice hitting, go practice catching, go practice running the bases. Uh-huh. And those same people on – because we're all on a team on a show right. or on an open mic. And yeah. some people are just going and taking the time to take the base out and throw it over the fence. Totally. You're like, why the fuck would you do that? Why are you wasting everyone's time? Mm-hmm. And guess what? See you next week. I'll yeah. be here again. You're like, dude, I, the same thing. I tried my for so long just to get this hit down. I'm working it. You know, but you're up before me. And you go up to bat, and then you just uh, you, fuck off. Yeah. Like it's not even like you strike out because we've all struck struck mm-hmm. out. It's like you go up to bat, and you're just like you're up uh, there just doing hacking. You grab tricks. the guy pitches, you grab the ball, you fucking sh- throw, shoot a hoop, you just wipe your ass, you mm-hmm. take a dump. You're like, what are you? Why are you joking around up here? Like, why are you joking around on stage? Fucking <laughs> 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 around up there. No, hey, take it serious. <laughs> Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing that's hard is it's it's comedy, so it's subjective, and there's no definite A, B, C as to, like, what makes something funny. So, like, it, it all comes down to style, too. Like, there's reasons certain people don't like certain comics. Like, I don't carry myself that way, so this doesn't connect with me by any means. But it's just, like, at the same time, it's like, are you doing less uh, for attention? Are you doing less because you like the craft? Are you doing less because you want to make a living of it? You know, like, there's there's definitely the people that are just like, hey, I'm here drinking four nights a week. Why, why not try something? But those guys die off quick because, like, yeah. yeah, this is hard. It's, I, but the people who are out there, I'm drinking. I'm just complaining. I'm just ranting. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the stigma about comedy. But that's the thing, though. In, who am I to say that a rant isn't funny because maybe it's not done yet? I've mm-hmm. had a rant joke that just maybe took a couple a month or so to get the ins and outs because and so in the beginning like this guy's just complaining for a while right but that's one thing but when you're going up there and just one of my pet peeves i've seen a couple times it's usually with older comedians like 50 and up is they'll go on stage and just say the grossest thing possible yeah and that's not it's just shocking because he's so old and crusty it's it's not like the, I know what they're trying to do, but there's a reason like there's only one of the, those guys like whoever the fuck will be like you know my I fucking go to a hooker and 
punch her in the face and stab her in the neck. Like, are you doing acapella Eminem? What the fuck mm-hmm. is going on right yeah. now? It's just like You're doing it's, spoken word <laughs> Marshall Mathers uh, verses. Oh my god! But yeah, I mean, it's 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 insane. Our life. We were talking. You also have to understand, like, not not like not saying that anything that you're saying isn't true, but just like for your own peace of mind is understanding like who these people are spending their time with. Like this old guy who is a comic who is only, you know, who's only so talented (laughs) is probably the funniest guy in his group of friends because he only hangs out with other old crusty fuckers who talk about nothing. You're hundred percent right. You know? So it's like certain people aren't surrounded by funny people. So they're not forced like step up or put they own certain people only have certain life experiences and they're not willing to like embellish on things. Like honestly, all the stories I tell on stage, there might only be like a grain of truth to them. That's how it and starts. I built everything else around it because I'm like, if I tell the real story, there's only one fucking chunk of meat and potatoes at the end. Like I got it's all set it's up. It's a lot of fucking so now bread. I gotta, I gotta just turn it into something entertaining so I can get my point across. Yeah. A lot of bread before the meal. You exactly. want you want that main course, exactly. the whole I'm course. I'm filling up on salad right now. <laughs> yeah, dude, fucking, it's rough. A lot of man. salad in that joke, friend. We got to term. We got to make that a term. A lot of salad. A lot in that of salad. Joke. Instead of trimming the fat, you got to no, put more salad gotta, in that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so make gross. it skinnier. Yeah. I don't know. Fucking, yeah. Remember when we did that girl's birthday party? Should we talk about that? I had fun. That I had was fun, fun with that one. Yeah, we we so we. I was surprised. Damn, I forgot. Yeah, that was another set we did last week. Yeah, we've been. That was it last week. We've been running around. Yeah, to the we, same um, spots, but different days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we went and did some. We went and had a, a private performance. Uh, that we weaseled our way yeah, into. Yeah. So one one of our a comic. One of the comics in the scene had a birthday party. A comic, and um, she's like, "Anybody can come. There'll be a mic and some." Uh, loaded, there would be games. loaded potato skins of me and Mike. <laughs> so straight up, I was like, dude, I'm there. Yeah, a mic and loaded potato fuck a skins. microphone, dude. Oh, my God. I came here for potato skins. I, it just so happens I also have jokes. Like, yeah. Tick for attack. You know Matt was getting loose because he had one Ace Cider. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I got, it's so, that night was really funny because like we were on such different sides of the spectrum oh, as far as autism. doing that performance. Yeah. And like... When it can't, because it wasn't a it wasn't a comedy show. It wasn't us performing for people that want to see comedy. It was party goers who are like, "Oh yeah, our friend just so happens to do comedy. We'll sit and listen." That's the funniest thing when you meet meet a couple civilians. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, "You guys are comedians," and then like twenty minutes, they're like, "Okay," and then like twenty minutes later, you're like, <laughs> yeah. "Your guys are funny." You're like, the, "Yeah, the, there, we'll uh. talk to we'll talk about that." But in terms of me drinking and us being on two different sides of the spectrum. Like we weren't performing for an audience. We're just talking out loud in front of this person's friends. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, like I, I knew that I had nothing to lose in terms of like, I'm not, even if I eat shit here, I'm Mm. not supposed to do good here. You were excited and ready to go. As soon as I got there and the fucking taquitos were cold, the taquitos were cool. I'm like, this. I'm having a bad time. Yeah, this isn't what I signed up for. Keep in mind, we did show up like two and a half hours into the party. <laughs> but yeah, so I was really stoked to go because I just I knew that if like worse came to worse, I could just do a fucking a quick five that I know has at least a couple chuckle laughs. But like in, in front of a group of people we met before was insane to me. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so I went up there and I think I did like you seven did, or eight you or did something. A while, I, like I, 10 I, I was probably closer to ten. And like 
I was just doing crowd work the whole time and I was just like picking people apart and taking suggestions and riffing on stuff and it worked and it was fun. Uh, and then I also had like, I was getting like loose off the ciders. I had my, my naughty apple juices, <laughs> uh, expired apple juice. Exactly. My fermented apple juice. Fucking prison wine. Exactly. And like, I was having a good time and Ruben was just like shit in a brick because you didn't want to go. I up. didn't want to go up. I was like, oh, we've been here for a while. Let's get the hell out of here. Cause yeah. in my brain, I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter if you like or don't like somebody, uh, you know, we should go show up support, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, well, that's not to say I don't like this person. We're just very neutral. I'm like, this, right. they're having a birthday party. I could give a mm. shit, but you know, I might as well pull up and be like, what's up and be a nice, a nice jizz, you know? Right. And, uh, after that, I was like, this is awkward. Her boss was there. Her sister's there. Her fucking coworkers. Cowork, tons. Like all her. A lot of very pals. inner circle. Yeah. And then Matt goes up. I was the Matt goes, come on, go first, go first. I mean, yeah, I, that's what it I'm was like, funny. I'm like, Matt, I'm not fucking going because, up tonight. Yeah, you, I kept just like wrote, like going out of my way to poke at you because I knew that for something that really wasn't a big deal, it was really upsetting you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do this, dude. And then it was funny, too, because like usually the tables are turned like I'm the one that wasn't drinking, and then Ruben's excited. I had a shot or whatever, but I, was, yeah. I usually get looser than that. Yeah, so usually like. Ruben's like a pain in my ass when he's drunk, so I got to like return the give him a taste. Oh, yeah, of his, he got real fucked up off uh, that sugar yeah, juice. Yeah, his own suppository medicines. <laughs> so that was nice. That uh, was good. And we went. I, he went up. I just did material and you know talked. And what her friend was? Oh my god, she was hot. And she went up and did just a story off the top of her head, and it was hilarious. I'm like, she she was like very outgoing, like one of those people. Who could do comedy but just doesn't really realize they can. There's so many people like that. Totally. And it's too bad. You and know, then you see the people that did decide to do comedy and it's like. <sighs> there's too many of the opposite. Yeah. Well, it's just I think it's just too many people trying to be funny. People that think funny is something like there's a natural sense of timing and style and. Yeah. Dude. References. <laughs> I fucking hate a gross comic that we see. So it's so fucking annoying. Well, there's just times where oh you go God. and you're like. This is who I'm competing with, or like this is who's getting more attention Dude, than me. The guy who went up before me, don't say his name. He just goes up there and he goes like, uh, and then he, he just like two seconds in, he goes, well, "If we can just talk about politics for a little bit and just like basically spouts out like an article," and everyone's just like, "Oh my god!" Mind you, this was a, last night was a liberal ass crowd. There was a woman. There was a very a, progressive crowd. For there sure. was a woman with a, a see through skirt or dress, mm-hmm. like in the bottom, and just she didn't give. She was like, "I got a pussy, and I'll show you what's up." And I yeah. was like, "Bravo!" Yeah, you might as, row, she might as well just have like a white skirt that just has handwritten like, "There's pussy under here." <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me prove it. Yeah. But yeah, and anyway, and then I go up. It's just so that's what I don't like. I get that's like a big undercut. Like Johnny goes like, dude, that's the meanest thing. I was supposed to go after Johnny Stein. Shout out Johnny Stein, funniest gay today. Yeah, he's the he's the the Pete Marshmallow of our scene. <laughs> Fuck's Pete Marshmallow. Peep. Oh, I thought you said Pete. No, <laughs> like is that a performer? He's a, he's a little he's a he's a peep, little peep, dude. Yeah, he is a peep. He's a top. Isn't that crazy? He's a top? That's what he told me. No way. Because one time he's Then why like, do I just want to like do <laughs> stuff to him then? Why, do, why does he have an energy that makes me just want to like... Anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that fucking political guy goes up. Oh my God, bro. It's so nuts that people are like, yeah, I do comedy. 
Yeah. And There's will, two types of people. People who will be like, who, who, do you ever, have you told anybody maybe after three months in that you do comedy? Like, oh, yeah, I do, I, I'm a comedian. It's never, it's the usually worst. something they find that I have to answer to. <laughs> usually they like find my Instagram or something and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, do that. Sorry. Have you ever seen an old friend and go, I saw your clips. It makes me so fucking mad. Dude. I just, I go, thanks man. I'm trying to do something here, you know? Because yeah. it's so stupid. Like, yeah, I've been going to school to study law. And, oh, you're being funny still. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I'm just hanging out at the bar four nights a week. Oh, my God. Did you go to school after high College? school? College. So what had ha- So I got caught. I got caught in the mix. Oh, right? not in a not in a in a good way. So ideally, what had happened was like I went to a, a pretty. I went to school in a pretty wealthy area. And I was hanging out with a bunch of wine kids with generational wealth. And, uh, like your senior year of high school is, uh, everything is geared towards you going to college. I know. Right. So like, even if it's not in your deck of cards, it's not even in your plans, they're still going to put you through the entire process. They're pushing you. Exactly. And as far as school goes, I had pretty decent grades. Um, I knew I wanted to leave home and I'd really like I did sports and I was think I was decent enough to be like, well, maybe if I walk on, I'll get some attention for like track, not football. I was tiny. But, yeah. Um, what did you do in track? Shot put. Yeah. And yeah, disc. Um, tight. So as senior year comes around, I'm like, yeah, dude, college is whatever. Like I, I, that shit's expensive. It is what it is. And then uh, I had a, a Latino guidance counselor who really just sold me on the dream. He's like, you're going to be another stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> pretty much. No, not really. Because I, was, I wasn't ever like a shitty kid or anything. I was always pretty straight-laced. But he was just like, why not? Like, you you already, like, it's was it's he obvi- t- Was he too cool? Like, bro, the pussy? <laughs> bro, the no, drug? honestly, he was a pretty flamboyant Las gay dude. drogas? He was a pretty flamboyant gay Mexican dude. But you all know what happens in college, man. <laughs> I used to like pussy, and now I get fucked in the ass. There's so much pussy, you just... You need something different. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much pussy. You start wanting something. Anyway, you want something new. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, so like, gay Latino I got counselor. I kind of got sold on the dream, and like <laughs> the fact that I was getting accepted to colleges was like, well, yeah, like obviously I'm gonna uh, go I didn't, now. I didn't even try. So I applied to a bunch of places. I got accepted to a good handful of places, and then uh, I was knee deep in the process. Like I had every. Every box was checked, like roommate, orientation, what? schedule, dorm room, um, my fucking list of books that I had to get, the very specific size bed sheets that you have to buy through the school website. What? Yeah. So I was I was really into in it. You were nose deep in that book. Yes. And then um, as the, the, the clock had started ticking down in terms of uh, when the summer was ending, it was time to go back to school. Uh, a lot of my family dynamic yeah. stuff was changing. I had Yikes. a lot of family stuff hit the fan at one time. Ah, uh, so worse. So it was, it was a, for starters, I knew I wanted to leave, but I knew that if I left, I was going to come back and my family dynamic was going to be completely different. Uh, certain, like just, I knew everything was going to change and it was all kind of crashing down. Like it wasn't building up. It was, it was crumbling. So it, part of me was like, am I just running away from my problems? And then um, as time wound down, too, I kind of like we looked at the dollar amounts and I was just like, I'm only getting so much coverage, dude. Like, I'm not I'm not taking a loan for this. 
And then on top of that, I had gone to orientation and I spent two days. Like I, I slept it on campus for two days in the dorms and like kind of got, you know, my taste of the experience. And I was supposed to come back like a month later and start school. And just like in those two days, I was so fucking miserable. Like I hated everyone that I was around. I hated the town I was in, hmm. the campus, what school? Sacramento. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so like. Uh, and then like you it, drove by the punch line. You're like, what is that? Is yeah, there oh is. I was walking down a lonely street and there was just a flickering light bulb in front of the, the sack. In, yeah. In front of the punchline. That's how like, you met Mike Nordstrom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bought an eight ball of Mike Nordstrom <laughs> when, I, when I withdrew from college. Now, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> now I owe him big time. Shout out Mike Nordstrom, a real dog in the dog. community. Like so, a dog. So I, I went there. I knew that I wasn't happy. That I knew I wasn't going to want to spend my time there. And then, uh, just looking at the writing on the wall, the cards on the table, I was just like, "That's, it's really gonna fuck me up if I leave and I come back and like, it's just everything had just kind of disintegrated." So for that reason, I stayed. I withdrew and I started working. In sack? No, no, no. I I stayed home. I stayed home. Okay. And then uh, just from there, it never. By the time that I was, I had formally withdrew. I think JC stuff had already started. Yeah. So like, I missed that semester and I couldn't just dick around for like. 10 weeks you know so i had to just start working and then from there making money with money comes responsibilities and i just never stopped working and here i am that's for goddamn sure my story is a lot your story has like twists and turns and ups and downs Mm -hmm. mine is in high school they push you Mm -hmm. so look if you're not even we'll teach you how to apply for the jc Mm -hmm. and they will let you in Mm -hmm. i couldn't even do that i was like you guys are going way too fast who the fuck is fafsa I don't even know. You're asking people what your password is. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's a portal? I remember the last day of school, we all take the standardized test, and I was just like, hey, 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 hey. And then I took my skateboard, and I was like, later, pussies. <laughs> <laughs> and now I work at McDonald's. Yeah, and then later on, I was like, maybe I should go to school. I don't know what I'm going to do, because COVID and all that, and I was gay, and then I was straight. <laughs> I had that six weeks where I was gay. <laughs> I was gay for pay. That's so funny. Um, and gender reassignment surgery twice because I realized I'm just a gay dude. <laughs> and then my friend was going to Santa Barbara Community College. Mm-hmm. And he goes, come with me, bro. It'll be lit. And I was like, dude, Santa Barbara. Yeah. And I got all the math done. I applied. I got there. Or I was like, I applied. Now I got accepted this and that. And then I got to the living situation. My parents were going to give me zero dollars totally let alone Same. paying for school which was mm-hmm. whatever the fuck because i'm not a local in santa barbara mm-hmm. the best i could think i could afford for a room, a room was three people one fucking room fuck 950 dollars a month yeah just th- on I top just of school and work squalor, dude. Fuck that. for some fake ass bullshit so i was just like i'm not gonna do that I can't. I won't be able to afford my car that I just bought. Yeah, for real, dude. You know what I mean? And I was like, uh, I'm just gonna be a comedian, but then I would never do it over mic because I got scared. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah for sure. I I never thought I was gonna do stand up, but then it got to a point where like, just from working, I was constantly around significantly older people, people with like way more life experience, people that have had the rug pulled out from under, and people trying to get on their feet, and like. Even being around those colorful, storied people, like, I was still, like, the fucking funniest dude in those circles. And then, like, I would go into different industries and, like, find the groups people I'm working with and just, like, tear up rooms. And, like, 
So for at that point, I was like, well, yeah, there's, so. no, there's no like question that I could tell a joke and like get laughs, but like, can I do it? Yeah, like fuck it, like maybe I'm maybe people are just blowing <laughs> smoke into my hole, dude. Like <laughs> <laughs> people are just hot boxing my ass, dude. Maybe ex cons like a good one, you know? Maybe. But um, I remember when, when I turned eighteen, I was like, I love stand up from whatever the fuck, and then when I turned eighteen, I was like. I want to do this. This is what I want. Mm. This is what. After I was like, I guess I'm not going to be a rapper anymore because everyone's a rapper. That's the one thing. Everyone became a rapper. No one became a stand up. Yeah. And then you see the people that are stand ups and you're like, have you ever tried music? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I bet we could totally convince people. Certain people into it. Just give them like one lesson on Mm. like the recorder. But yeah. What are we at, dude? We are at. It didn't start. No, I fucking knew it. You bastard. We're at like 1,300 bars. Yeah, we, we, That's we've close. covered a good chunk. We talked about everything, our trials and tribulations and cartoons and shits and bidets. I know, shits. That's, that's this podcast. It's just... just It's just, we're just... Like we say, we constantly say we're just telling it how it is. If we had to rename it, we'd call it Mouth Words. True. <laughs> mouth Words. Should we... Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Done? That's episode. Yeah. Okay.